Do you have goals for your life? Do you want to grow in God? Join me as we deep dive into real and relevant strategies that ignite you to seek God and slay goals. Hey, y'all. Get ready for a discussion about life, business, relationships, and more, all from a biblical perspective. And I'm your host, Felicia L. Henry. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Seek God's Legos podcast. And y'all already know, I am super excited for the conversation that we are about to have. Our guest today is an entrepreneur a mother, and just a straight-up kingdom boss. And you'll get what I'm saying as we continue on. And so our guest for today is Miss Tiffany Bathia. And Tiffany, how are you? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I cannot complain. God has been good yes. in the middle of this pandemic. Listen, okay? 2020 is still a, it's still a blessed year if we look for it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So just introduce yourself to the people. Let people know who you are and just what are some of the things that you, Tiffany, are passionate about? Yes. So first of all, thank you for having me. I think it's always an honor when people will allow you to come um, share on their platform. So I am Tiffany Bethia. I'm the founder of Kingdom Boss, and, and that is a community where believers come to turn their ideas into profitable businesses and books. And uh, so I like to say that I brand their brilliance. You know, I really help them figure out what is it that God has placed inside of them. And let's actually give birth to that thing. Uh, I'm a mompreneur. I'm a, uh, I have a son who will be 11 shortly, which I can't believe. <laughs> and um, I'm a best-selling author. I'm a worship leader. I'm a minister and stepping newly into gospel artists. And I know we'll talk about that maybe later. But, um, you know, I think if at a ground level, I had to say what I'm passionate about is really helping people tap into their potential. I am also a PK and I see so many believers in church for 10, 20, 30, 40 years just waiting on God and just, you know, naming and claiming. And I'm like, how about we actually manifest some of that? There's some greatness in there. So I really love on a practical level, just helping people actually walk out what they see inside. So yeah. That's so good. And it's so necessary because like you said, I think you did a live stream about this. I don't know who was talking about it. I think it was you though, how, you know, believers, we kind of get stuck in waiting on God, you know, or we have this idea, we have this vision, we have this dream, but we never take action on it and we just kind of get caught up. So I think what you're doing is so necessary. Um, and I love that it's specifically for kingdom, not saying that you can't help other people, but that is specifically for kingdom because we need it. You would think that we would be a little bit more further along just because we are kingdom, but it's a lot of times people are really stuck. And so I just think the work you're doing is necessary and it's amazing. Um, So I saw on your website, you had a quote. It says, (laughs) I have tapped into the power of creating wealth by using my God given gifts. Mm-hmm. So talk about how you actually discovered what those God-given gifts were and how you were able to use them to create wealth. Well, first of all, I love that you use the word discover because it really is a discovery. I always tell my clients um, when they get started, I said, I want you to say yes to the journey and not the destination <laughs> because if you can recognize that this is going to be a process and that you're going to constantly discover new things about yourself. God is going to reveal more gifts. Like 
I'm eight years self-employed and I'm so far off, far, I, I couldn't have pictured this basically, you know? And so I think in discovering your God-given gifts, I think initially you really just kind of start with like, what are you good at? Or I'm going to give it to you like this, Felicia. This is how I was actually thinking about this recently. And this is how God has been lately having me kind of explain it. Um, I think you start out in your skills and then you move into your anointing. And, and it's fresh. Like this has been only maybe the past six months to a year I've been really thinking like this because when I first started out, my goal was like, okay, I'm going to use my marketing, my degrees in marketing, I, you know, I'm certified digital. So those are my skills. And, and how I see them as different is anybody who went to the same college that I or took the same classes that I've taken, they could have the same skills. Like that's man-made, you know, me learning about marketing, digital marketing, anybody that's not unique to me. But as I worked with those skills, I tapped into the part that was like, Oh wait, that's the anointing. That's the God breathed thing that nobody taught me that I do. And so I think we have to not like some people want to wait until they discover that to get started, but you just got to get started, get started with the skills. What do you do? Well, what do you know how to do? And as you're serving in that, this is like six or seven years later that I realized, Oh wait, this is the anointing. This is a little different, you know? So now I'm able to hone in and focus on that. <laughs> yeah. And I love that you said, well, first of all, just to get started and how it's a journey and it's a process. And a lot of times we can't even tap into our anointing if we're not moving, if we're not doing anything. Honey, that's a right. word. Okay. Yes. <laughs> we we got to be moving and we have to be, that's how you kind of discover what it is. And even yeah. with being able to handle and operate properly in your anointing, it's yeah. through that process, the things that you have learned along the journey, that's going to help you to kind of sustain. So yeah. woo, you're talking good on here. Can I say this too? It makes me think about this. And I was saying this, I think I was something I was recording recently, you know, and the word talks about the good and the acceptable and the perfect will. I think we have to be willing to move up through different levels. You're not going to get to the perfect will until you can, you can operate in the acceptable, you know? Mm. And so I think that's where we get started is we, we jump out there and we're just doing what we think is good. And it's like, this is acceptable. That's great. And then you learn so much there. You, you, you get pruned and you strengthen, and then you begin to move into the perfect will, but you can't make the jump from nothing straight into the perfect will, you know? That's such a great point. And so let's even dig into that a little bit more. You talked about how it's a learning process. So for you with Kingdom Boss, you know, kind of when did it start? How did it come to fruition? And even what have been some of those lessons you've learned along the way? <laughs> how much time did we have? <laughs> Well, so Kingdom Boss officially started in 2016. Before that, I was just doing, you know, what I would call regular, <laughs> you know, I was working with um, still faith-based. I worked with a lot of churches, ministries, nonprofits, but of course I did like corporate work. I've done some stuff with like Lockheed Martin and different companies. So at that part of the learning process was who is my ideal client? Who do I enjoy working with? So I don't work with, you know, the same type of companies I was at that point. But 2016 came really 2015 as I began shifting into Kingdom Boss. And I realized my client started telling me something. 
Okay, now, so for those of you who are paying attention, you're gonna catch this. Okay, I my client, your ideal client will tell you who they are if you're really paying attention. And I kept getting believers coming to me, and because I was hard headed, Felicia, and I wasn't really, you know, I was I'm one of them that the Lord sometimes had to like, come on, sis, I'm trying to get you a message. I wasn't paying attention, and so I started having clients want to pray before sessions. We were talking mm. about like social media and website and they would say can we pray first and i was like why <laughs> i'm thinking like why are we why are we praying and that sounds so carnal i know but at that point i didn't see the business and as connected to and so what god revealed over time was like no there was an audience of people who saw their business as an extension of their faith and they wanted to do their business god's way and i was like Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's basically, that's in alignment with my values. And so it wasn't a big pivot. It was only a slight shift from what I was doing. Um, and when I really thought about it, my whole branding process is spiritual. I really don't know how people do branding without God. I'm very curious about that. Because for me, when I'm working with clients about building their or discovering their brand, because I, I believe that it was breathed in, you know, when God created us, he's talking about, you know, I formed you from the dust, I breathed the breath of life. I believe those talents, those ideas, that was breathed in. So I don't think it's about making up a brand. I think it's about saying, what was breathed into me? Let me go figure it out. And so I realized, like, I was already doing a spiritual approach to this. And so that's kind of how, you know, um, Kingdom Boss came about. And so, yeah, I think that was the biggest first learning experience was who do I want to serve which I emphasize that because I see a lot of clients get actually stuck there for a mm -hmm. while yeah. <laughs> like they can't really figure out like they want to serve women and I'm like well what women and they're like oh I have to go more specific than that yeah yes. <laughs> much more so I think that was one of the first learning things <laughs> yeah and you started talking about branding a little bit and some people might not know the difference between yeah. branding and marketing. You know, there's so many different terms in this, this yeah. business space. We can get confused <laughs> and we say one thing is this and it's really something else. Uh -huh. So can you explain what the difference is between branding and marketing? Yeah, I love this question. I love this is pulling on my nerdy side because I do think the terms are used so much and I still find that there are a lot of people who really don't know. And so, you know, branding honestly really is about, if I had to put it in one word, it's almost like your reputation. What do you mm -hmm. want to be known for? So people think of branding as the colors, the logo, the tagline, the website, and those are visual representations of the brand. But when you think about Chick-fil-A, you think about customer service, maybe right. even taste, you know, you think of Lexus, you think of luxury. They could change that L. We don't care about that logo. <laughs> <laughs> and many companies do change logos and colors and the whole nine. But what they've built their brand on is what they want you to. And so I even, if somebody wants the you know technical definition I give, you know, your brand is the value space that you hold in your ideal customer's mind. So it does, it's not even everybody, you know, Rolls Royce doesn't care what people who don't afford that can't afford their car thinks about. Them. Okay. <laughs> they really don't. They don't even advertise in some spaces. It's about what your ideal customer, there are people who don't believe in God. So they're not going to be here for kingdom boss and that's okay. Mm -hmm. My ideal customer wants 
somebody to pray with them over there, you know? So that's, that's the difference. Marketing on the other hand is more the mouthpiece of your business. So branding is like, okay, your identity, but marketing is how people actually found out about you. It's, it's now we're going to do social media, email, word of mouth, phone calls. And I'll add a little extra bonus. If I can, I always say marketing is what gets you known and even sales is what gets you paid. So kind of, distinct in between the three is like branding is your identity marketing is your mouthpiece sales is the thing you do to actually get them to pull out the credit card and you need all three listen all three (laughs) yes i hope y'all are taking notes because you getting me excited over here (laughs) now i focus on systems and we talk about marketing and sales so now get your marketing get your your sales it's very important so that's the difference that's that's a great um distinction you know identity versus um basically the the mouthpiece so if you're struggling with that keep that in mind and i think it's important that you keep going back to the target market like who is your audience because that's that's a major component of you being able to even grow your business. It's so huge. And I always say, you know, Jesus said, you know, I came to seek and to save the lost. He kept in his mouth who he came for. Who, what about you? <laughs> who has he given you the gift for? You know, I know you want to serve youth or you want to serve women, but there is a specific audience of people that your gift is going to resonate with. And if you really ask God, he'll tell you. <laughs> he'll tell you. <laughs> You got to ask. You got to ask. And you got to listen, wait for the (laughs) response. (laughs) Yeah, and accept the response. Honestly, I fought it at first. I didn't want to do Kingdom Boss as a PK. I was like, no, we're not doing, we're not doing, nope. I was like, no, but I finally had to surrender to it. (laughs) Mm, That's a, oh, that's, that's a, that's a good one. We could have a whole nother conversation about that. Yes, we could. (laughs) So now if somebody is, they're like, okay, I understand the difference now. Um, just at a very high level, right? Yeah. Because we want people to, we believe in people investing in their businesses. So just at a high level, if somebody is looking to grow their um, business through branding or marketing, you know, what are just some some advice or some tips that you would give to them? Yeah. So it's funny because it's almost like this assessment, right? When I, even when I do work with people and, and typically I get people who come to me who are stuck, right? That's a part of my gifting. And so I kind of have to look through the layers to see where it is. And so I do start with the brand. I'm asking them about um, what solution do you solve? And, you know, who is your audience? What are the pain points that they're feeling? Um, what is the transformation that you take them through? So when they come to you, they are, you know, let's say you're a marriage coach. Maybe when they come to you, they're unhappy in their marriage. They're not sure if they married the right one. And by the time they leave, they feel fulfilled. They feel like they have a kingdom marriage, whatever that is. And so if at any point you aren't clear on any of those, then you know the issue is first identity, that you haven't made it clear enough to your audience, who you are. And I always tell people that one of the ways you know you have a strong brand is when people can easily refer people to you Mm. because they know how to say, you have to go to her or you have to go to him. They offer this solution. If people can't refer you, and this is where the, my friends, if I hate to say this, but this, sometimes this is an unpopular message, but this is where the, my friends and family don't support my business people come in. No, they're confused. Because you haven't identified what you do, so they don't know either. Mm. How are they supposed to? They, they, they would love to refer someone to you, but they are just as unclear <laughs> as you are. Mm. And so that's the first part. If you can be super firm in and, and in few words, because here's the thing, like 
I can I'll ask someone, you know, what do you do? And they got to give me these five paragraphs. Mm -mm. If you can't tell me in one sentence, maybe three words, what you do, you're not clear. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so and then from there, maybe you are clear. Maybe you do have a firm brand, but you're the best kept secret. That's where the marketing comes in. And I ask people, you know, what does your marketing month look like? Um, well, do you, what, you know, what does your strategy <laughs> look like? How is, do you have social media? Are you emailing? Do you have content? Like, what are you doing? Um, well, I kind of, okay, sporadic. That's not it. So we need a strategy. Right. <laughs> and honestly, it's usually one of those two places because we can't even talk about sales until those first two are firmed up. Nobody's buying anything until those first two are like rock solid. <laughs> yeah. This is spot on. And so even for me with my um, consulting business, that was my issue. I couldn't even articulate what it was that I was doing. And so, of course, I was not getting sales. But now after going through branding first, we went through the branding process first. And now we're working on marketing. Yeah. It's so it's like it's so essential. Yeah. It's important. And so I, I hope the people listening. We giving them we giving them thousands of dollars worth of nuggets. I don't know if they know though. <laughs> For free. For Come free. on, y'all. <laughs> now, you know, we hear we hear this term marketplace ministry mm -hmm. a lot. So from your perspective, what is marketplace ministry? And then also just kind of segue into why you think it's important for believers um, just to be in the marketplace and how we should be represented. Yeah. You know, Jesus spent more time, his, the majority of his time outside of the temple. And Come on here. you know, I think unfortunately that, and I, I get to see this up close in ministry, you know, um, that so many people are chasing a title and don't realize, and, and I'll be completely honest, this is a disservice that we have done as church and clergy as well. Unfortunately, for too many years, we've made people feel like if they weren't reverend so-and-so, if they weren't elder this, if they didn't have a title and they weren't in the pulpit, that they weren't doing ministry. Yeah. And so I love that you have this almost revival happening where people are realizing, wait a minute, I could be a fitness coach. That's ministry. I'm helping people to take care of the temple. Absolutely. That's ministry. I could be a financial, you know, advisor. And hey, wait a minute. God talks about money almost more than anything in the world. That's, that's ministry too. And so I think what I'm loving seeing is that, you know, God wants to have us dispatched all throughout the earth in every agency, entertainment, healthcare, finances, we should be representing him everywhere. And so, you know, it's important for believers to realize that what is your sphere of influence? Are you a nurse? Are you a teacher? Are you a chef? That's ministry. And it doesn't matter what you do. If we really, number one, just even looking at the word ministry is to administer care, to serve. And so if you're doing it from that place, you are doing marketplace ministry. You're representing him. And not even just simply because you are a believer, but in what you do. I believe that you can be anointed to be a nurse. I mean, you look in the word and when they were building a temple or building different things and God has said, okay, I'm sending you this person who's anointed in gold and craftsmen. Like, wait a minute, you anointed somebody to be a craftsman? Yeah, you know? And so I love that I have clients and they're in all different fields. You know, everybody's not just trying to be a preacher. They're working in so many different areas and that's how we get the gospel to really reach the ends of the earth. So 
you know, own whatever your area is and know that you're still representing him, even if it's not in the pulpit. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. And, and I mean, it, it is an unfortunate thing that, you know, we had, well, ministry has been thought to be just inside the church or in the pulpit, or you have to be a preacher or evangelist, you know, all those things, but there is, and then people don't even, they're not able to really tap into their gifts because they quote unquote, feel like they're not doing ministry, but it's needed in the world. Like that's the commit, like God needs us in the world to kind of, to spread his message to everywhere. And so, yes, I, I absolutely love that. And what the point you made about about being a believer, but how you show up. Mm-hmm. So it's not even that you have to, you know, walk around with your Bible all oh, the time good. or like always trying to convert somebody, but how, what are your conversations? How are you interacting with people? Are you operating in integrity? Are you showing the love of Christ? Like that is how you infiltrate, you know, these different spaces. And so yeah, that's so that's the word yes <laughs> and right right thank you holy spirit infiltrate <laughs> so talk to us about your event that you have coming up um i saw i saw what's happening but i want you to tell us what's going on and how people can get involved absolutely so i i said okay lord um what i want i need to do something different for 2021 what we've been doing has been good, but I'm in a space in my business where I'm trying to just go deeper and deeper and deeper into exactly what I know really gets people results. And he gave me Habakkuk 2-2. Mm. Write the vision, make it plain on tablets so that he who sees it runs. And I realized that with a lot of clients and people who come to me, people just don't have written down plans. People just have it here. They're just like, oh, well, you know, I was thinking sis, we're not getting paid off the thoughts. We're going to have to put it down on paper (laughs) and map it out. And I realized that that is, I thought, you know how, like you can miss your gifts because you think everybody's doing it. And then you realize, oh, this is something I'm really good at. It's really good at taking the big idea and mapping it into like bite-sized pieces, you know? And so honestly, the Blueprint 2021 is really about what is God calling you to do for 2021? What does your brand what should your brand positioning look like? Do you want to be speaking? Do you want to like, what do you want to be doing? And then let's talk about how to actually bring that into fruition. No more name it, claim it. We're going, I'm going on a fast and then doing what? (laughs) Right. What happens after that? What happens when you come off the fast, sis? Let's talk about, you're going to need a social media calendar. You're going to need a content calendar. You're going to need a sales plan. Let's talk about, so I'm really going deep into Let's map out your entire year. Sure, you can be flexible and pivot if you need to, but at least you will have, this is what I want to do for the year. Fine. Let's break that down into what the quarter should look like. Great. Now let's break that down into your monthly activity. Cool. So here's what you need to be doing every week. (laughs) So that at the end of the year, you're not like, oh God, I didn't reach the goal. You know, and honestly, that's really what the event is about. It's not the sexiest thing. People don't like strategic planning, but it's really going to be the thing that helps people actually manifest what they believe God is saying about their year. Even what you say about how most times we just have everything in our head. That's what I see so, so often with entrepreneurs and business owners when it comes to their, their systems, right? It's like they don't have anything mapped out and they're just operating based on what they know and things are being done based on how they've always done things, but it's always in their head. Like I've known, you know, somebody I worked with 10 years in business without having things mapped out yeah and it's like wow how do you (laughs) right right I mean 
you can't sustain that way. So I think this is so necessary and so important. We have to write things down and just being able to not just live on the fly day by day. You actually have a plan and, and your, your day is guided and you, you know what you're doing, right? So when is the event and um, how, pe- how can people take part in it? Yeah. So it's January 28th through 30th of 2021. I always tell people for business owners that it's not that far away. Don't think like, oh, that's I got that's like tomorrow. Like, that's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and so you can go to the blueprintevent.com and actually grab your seat. Awesome. Awesome. So we'll link that that link um, in the show notes so you guys can get your tickets to the event. Um, so I want to shift gears a little bit. Okay. <laughs> and you touched on this in the beginning. Um, you know, you have your businesses, your mom, you're doing a lot of things. Yeah. You're also about to release an album. I mean, really, who told me to release? <laughs> who, I was like, who told you? <laughs> you know, what's so funny, though. Um, the, literally, the way I wrote it in my bio was like, after pursuing all her other passions, she's getting back to her first love. Because mm. um, even the way that I ended up with a degree in business. I was a music major initially the first year. And then I had an audition with the A&R at a major label. And he, you know, his feedback was like too much classical music, blah, 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 blah. And I said, okay, let me switch gears. I'm going to major in business so that I can learn to manage my career. Girl, I had no intentions of actually using my business degree. And here we are. Wow. Um, but I mean, God uses everything, right? All like, things. <laughs> so even the ability to market, you know, my own CD and know how, especially now with everything streaming. So God uses everything. But um, I was kind of just content, like being a worship leader and, you know, just singing in church. And I, the artistry part of me just died a long time. I wasn't really interested. And over the last like year and some change, God was like, he finally this I don't know if he speak to you like this like sometimes God speak to me I'd be like he chin check me he was like you just think I'm gonna let you die with them songs in you I was like you talking to me right <laughs> and um I realized like all of the reasons I was using all oh, oh, the industry this and that I was like those reasons are not gonna hold up when I get to the gate well God mm-hmm. I would have become an artist but I ain't like the people in the industry and it was too much this and right then those people didn't give you the songs I did sing them you know so I finally said okay let me break out of my shell and begin to you know kind of release the song so I put out a single um in September that's been doing really well we just hit like 6,000 streams on Spotify so I'm wow. super happy about that so yeah, November 23rd is um, my baby is making her debut and I am very nervous, but very excited. <laughs> that is exciting. So by the time this podcast episode release, it will have been out. Your, your album has been out. So that is exciting. So tell people <laughs> how they can get the album. Yeah. So you can actually just go to TiffanyBethea.com, T-I-F-F-A-M-Y-B-E-T-H-E-A. And there's a link right there where you can listen to the entire album. That's so awesome. I'm excited for that. And I I just love how, well, okay, I won't say I love how, but isn't it amazing how God just won't let you put down those things that he put inside you? I said, I don't love how, because the process of it. (laughs) I I like how you switch it off. (laughs) It's like, all right, God, I I hear you. And and we fight it a lot of times, right? Mm -hmm. But there's things inside of us that we have put down because of whatever, you know, 
somebody discouraged us or we just don't feel qualified or we're, we're fearful, all these different things, but God does not let us put those things down. And so I'm just excited. I'm excited for you that you, you picked it back up um, and that you're allowing him to use you in this way. And be, and I always say, you know, the things, the gifts that are, are inside of us, the things that God has called us to do, they're not for us. Yep. And so people are going to be blessed by, you know, your obedience and everybody listening, you know, as you operate in your obedience, people are going to be blessed. There are certain people that are called to you. And so it's necessary for us to not allow those negative thoughts, that fear or whatever feelings we have stop us Mm -hmm. from doing, you know, what it is that God has called us to do. So y'all go get the album. (laughs) I'm excited. So now if you had to leave, you know, just one message for whoever, kingdom entrepreneurs, anybody listening, um, you know, what would be that, that final message to the people? Mm, 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 mm. I think the, my, my word of the season, and it's been my word for a while, which has really just been surrender. (laughs) I think that no matter what you're dealing with right now, whether it's God calling you higher in business, in your personal life, in any area, I think what I found and what I want to encourage you to do is honestly just surrender. You know, it's not going to make sense to your intellect until after you say yes. <laughs> um, it's, he's going to require you to lift up your foot and you don't see the next step yet. But if you can just literally surrender and, and I'm still talking to me as I'm talking to you, if you can be confident not in the destination, not in the goal, not in whatever, but in the God that is with you in the journey. Because the journey is going to take so many twists and turns. I mean, so many. And you're going to start out to do one thing and he's going to say, okay, and while we're at it, let's add this on. And you, it's going to just move and you're going to be like, I never thought I would be here. But if so, so if the confidence is in the God who's holding you in the journey, um, you'll be fine. So just surrender. Wherever you're fighting and struggling and trying to add it up, looking for a tracking number for the blessing and all that, (laughs) just stop. Just surrender. (laughs) You're going to have so much more peace when you do. (laughs) So true. So true. And that was really good. I'm over here typing down notes as you're talking. Be confident in the God, right? Not the goal, not the journey, not the destination, but in the Listen, where's the collection plate? Because you are here preaching. Listen, I'm talking to me too. Trust me. <laughs> Be confident in the God. That is so, so good. And oh man, you know, I'm kind of in that space too, or have been in this space. It's still a journey. Like you're always evolving and going through. And when you do learn how to surrender and just be obedient as well it's like you do find another level of peace Mm -hmm. you know that comes with you know being able to trust God you know if you're struggling with trusting God then you you need to kind of build your relationship with him so it's going to be a process but man when you really begin to surrender and and be obedient Mm -hmm. that peace Mm -hmm. right like the Bible says that surpasses all understanding all even COVID come Come on on. yes like you're so like you're not worried about like that peace yeah oh my goodness yes oh man that is so good we can stay there for a while honey listen you see I'm just soaking right (laughs) oh man so good 
So let the people know how they can connect with you, you know, give us your website, social media, um, and all those things. Yeah. Well, again, I want to say thank you. This has been a very edifying conversation. And, um, and you can find me on social media at Tiffany, the letter L, Bethea, that's B-E-T-H-E-A. And of course, if it's probably just easiest you can go to my website and it'll take you everywhere <laughs> listen that's good marketing right there guys just go to the One website place, you where else you need to go <laughs> right you know we'll save that for another time but don't be having all these different social media handles that's different girl you're talking my language come on come on y'all get connected with tiffany so she can help you out <laughs> and felicia too apparently you know what you're talking about girl oh man this has been awesome thank you so much for coming on and just sharing it this has been edifying for me as well um y'all y'all get connected stay connected thank you for listening and take the information that we've given you today and apply it right knowledge is not power applied knowledge is power so do something with it take action we are empower empowering you to take action here today. Y'all be blessed. Have an amazing day and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Seek God Slay Goals podcast. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Instagram at Seek God Slay Goals.